All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. Thank you. And my system. Gunakarma Vibhagata. Tasya Kattaramapi Maang Vidhi Akattaram Abhayam. This verse was being discussed in our last meeting. That there are four divisions of men in the human society. And that division is natural. That is not artificial because the whole material nature is working under the influence of three modes of nature, goodness, passion, and ignorance. You cannot classify the whole human race into one. So long we are in the material world, it is not possible to make everyone on the same standard. It is not possible. Because each and every one is working under the influence of different modes of nature. Therefore there must be division, material division. This point we have discussed. But when we transcend this material plane, then there is one name. There is no more division. So how to transcend? That transcendental nature is Krishna consciousness. As soon as we become fully absorbed in Krishna consciousness, we are transcendental to these material modes of nature. Manchabhyavicharana bhakti yogena jaksevate sagunan samati taitan brahma bhuyayakalpate. You'll find in the Bhagavad Gita, the fourteenth chapter. Anyone who is fully engaged in the Krishna consciousness, activities. He is at once in the transcendental position, Brahma-bhūyāya-kalpa. We are, by nature, we are not matter, we are Brahma. Aham Brahmāsmi. Ah. The propaganda of Sankaracharya was mainly based on this uh, understanding that we should not think that uh, we are the products of this material nature. We are not products of material nature. It is by some accident, by freaks of nature, by misfortune, somewhere or other, we are now in contact with it. But actually I am spirit, Brahma. So that Brahma nature has to be in whom has to be we are actually just like a diseased person. He has to be brought into the healthy condition of life to cure the disease. So just a man when he is diseased and when he is healthy from external feature of this thing, just like I am now healthy. So my external feature, I have got two hands and two legs and uh, a face and so many things. The same body, when uh, I am in the disease condition, you will find the same hands, the same uh, legs and mouth and everything, but the condition is different. I uh, will speak something nonsense. Ah. Because 
the condition has changed in the disease condition. Similarly, in our disease condition, this material life is our disease condition. Ah. So when we are in the healthy condition, that is called Brahma. That is called Brahma condition. Healthy condition. So that Brahma condition can at once be regained as soon as we engage ourselves fully, ten percent, in the activities of Krishna consciousness. That is clearly mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, in the fourteenth chapter is fine. Mancha ja abhyarichārina bhakti yogena sevate. Anyone who renders his transcendental loving service unto me, sa gunan samatita eta, that person immediately transcends the modes of material nature. Samatita, sama, sammak atitya, perfectly transcending samatita. Then, transcending the material nature, then he becomes zero? No. That is his real nature. Now, the philosophy which preaches that after our liberation, after nirvana of this material existence, there is zero. Oh, that is very dangerous theory. Because we are not attracted by zero. Oh, that is our nature, living entity. Uh. Now suppose uh, I am suffering from some disease and there are so many ailments. And if some doctor comes, or oh, let me finish your ailment by killing you. Oh, will you agree? Oh. He'll say, no, no, better let me suffer from the disease. I don't want to be killed. Is it not? Will you agree? Suppose you have got too much suffering, miseries of life, and I suggest all life, let me cut your throat and kill you, and everything will be finished. Oh, no, 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 I am not agreeing with that. That is the same man's statement. Oh, I am not going to be killed for ending my misery. That is the nature. So the theory that after and making end of all this material misery, there is nothing void. Oh, that is not attractive. That is not attractive at all. And that is not the fact. Real fact is that I am Satchidananda Vigraha, part and parcel of the Supreme. The Supreme Lord is Satchidananda Vigraha. And I am qualitatively one with Him. I am also, although I am small, just like a, a particle of the sea water, that is also salty. That is also salty. The taste of a small drop of sea water is the same as the taste of the big or deep portion of the uh, Atlantic Ocean. It is quality sense. Similarly, I may be small, I may be a spiritual atom. My position is that I am spiritual atom. And the Supreme Spirit is all the greatest. But that does not mean I am different from the quality. I am of the same quality. So, I am not void. If by frustration one commits suicide, oh, that is not the end of his misery. Oh, he creates another misery. He creates another misery by committing suicide. Oh, 
that's like yes in the state law if somebody attempts suicide and takes some poison and if by treatment of the physician he is all right he is again under the law to be punished perhaps you know after curing him from that poisonous effect he is under criminal code of the state why you have attempted suicide similarly in the laws of nature if you commit suicide uh, that is another criminal act the suicidal policy to end and this uh, miserable life is not all we must have i mean to say greater life in the bhagavad gita i have read already i have discussed param drishta nivartate param drishta nivartate one has to end this miserable life after finding out a life of bliss and knowledge and eternity that should be our we should not be uh, trying only uh, to end this misery of life uh, expecting something void oh, no that for lord prashna this chaturmannam maya system this division of human society Uh, is uh, created by the law because uh, to uh, to elevate art from the classes of this deluding maya or illusion so and just like uh, one has to be educated from the lower class to the post graduate class similarly this and uh, division of labor is there uh, just to elevate one uh, from the lowest stage of consciousness to the highest stage of krishna consciousness so uh, that is a cooperation that is a cooperation that's like uh, my body my body there are different parts of my body the head is the most important part of my body the next important part is my arms the next important part is my belly and the next important part is my legs but uh, although the head is the most important part of my body there is no question of neglecting the lowest part of my body the leg similarly although there are divisions in the human society four divisions according to the uh, different modes of nature the highest class is called the brahmin or the most intellectual class and the next class is called the kshatriya uh, there's the administrative class and the next is the vaishyas or the mercantile productive class and the next is the sudras or the laborer class so all of them they require but if they cooperate for krishna consciousness so there is no strife between these higher and lower classes we find in the in the present social and uh, i mean to say status of our life we are uh, actually existing in four divisions but there is uh, no cooperation practically everyone dissatisfied take for example the strife uh, between the capitalist class and the laborer class uh, uh, they they are trying Uh, in different way there is no compromise there is always friction and especially in a country like india uh, there is always friction and other countries also uh, so they are not satisfied recently also in your country also there was strife by the 
and bus drivers and the and subway drivers and administration. So there is all a strike. What? Uh, this is due to lack of Krishna consciousness. This is due to lack of Krishna There cannot be any cooperation unless there is Krishna consciousness. The Krishna consciousness is an essential fact for harmonizing in the present material society that is required. Krishna consciousness is so important thing. Uh, cooperation. Uh, the same example can be said here also that the leg, the hand, and the belly and the mouth, what they are? They are cooperating. Cooperating for what? Cooperating for maintaining this body. This is the common interest. And how it is cooperated? to supply everything to the stomach. And the brain is working, earning some money, the hand is fetching something and cooking, and the mouth is chewing, and the leg is going, but the whole function is targeted to fulfill the demands of the stomach. In these parts of the body, non-cooperate with the stomach, they will become feeble and weak, and there will be no capacity to walk. Similarly, Krishna consciousness means that, you know, whatever division I may be, I may be the Brahmin, I may be the Kshatriya, I may be the Vaishya or the Sudra, that doesn't matter. But if we cooperate for Krishna consciousness, there will be perfect peace in the world. This is a fact. So this idea of Krishna consciousness is very important factor. Although people they are unknown to this fact, although it is stated in the Bhagavad-gītā, and in the world, Bhagavad-gītā is very popular book. They are reading Bhagavad-gītā. And in Dr. Radha-Krishna's book, we understand that Bhagavad-gītā has been so important book throughout the whole world that there is a sect in Germany who are called Indo-German religious sect. But as some of you may know, oh, they are acting and, and on the principle of Bhagavad-gītā. So actually and in the Bhagavad-gītā the most important part is Krishna consciousness. In every verse, in every chapter, in every conclusion you will find Krishna the speaker of Bhagavad-gītā is giving stress on his personal self. This maṁ, maṁ means me, unto me. Krishna says unto me. But there are many miscreants who are interpreting this maṁ as everyone as everyone. Ah, just like when I say, I want a glass of water, does it mean that you want a glass of water? No. My individuality, I want a glass of water. But they, they are making my jugglery work. When I say, I want a glass of water, that means everyone wants a glass of water. Is it a fact? Similarly, when Krishna says, I, they identify with the I themselves. That is their interpretation. Ah, that is misinterpretation. Bhagavad-gītā, therefore, although 
Bhagavad Gita is very popular in the world due to this misinterpretation of so many scholars. They have been not properly understood. That is a fact. Bhagavad Gita explained, very nicely explained, that there is a chatupandang maya system, gunatarno vihara. That these divisions of human society into four classes, that is established by Krishna, but he is out of it. He is not one of us. He does not belong to this Chātupāṇa. Suppose when Krishna comes in incarnation, in his body, he does not mean that he belongs to either of these classes, either to the Brahmin, just like Krishna appeared himself as the son of Devaki or Vasudev. Vasudev was uh, belonging to the royal family, Kshatriya. So Krishna played the part just like a Kshatriya. Kshatriya means administrative class. But that does not mean that Krishna belongs to the Chhatri class. It is to be understood. There are dasa avatar. There are many incarnations of Krishna. Just like the first avatar incarnation is called matsa avatar. Pralaya-paya-dhijale-dhita-vāna-sivedam vihita-vahitra-charitra-makhedam kesava-dhrita-buddha-kesava-dhrita-mīna-sarīra jaya-jagadī-sahare. Kesava, Krishna, appeared just like a fish. He appeared himself in the fish community. Oh, but that does not mean that he was fish. If you see, if you think of taking a feast, oh, it is the generation of Krishna. Of course, everything is Krishna from another point of view. But similarly, Krishna, because in the previous verse we have discussed, so simply by knowing the transcendental nature of Krishna, one becomes liberated. See, how you can understand Krishna by his transcendental nature? Ah, that is being described in this verse. Tasya kattāramapi. Tasya kattāramapi māna-vidhi. Although I have established these divisions of the human society, into four classes. So I am not one of them. This has to be understood. But as soon as we make it a mistake that, oh, Krishna, he appeared in the royal family of Vasudeva, so he belonged to the Chhatri community or the administrative class. No. Then you can understand the transcendental nature of Krishna. And if you have got any doubt, you can ask, you can understand, but as soon as you understand it rightly, you become a liberated person. That is the secret. As soon as you understand the fact as it is, the transcendental nature of Krishna, oh, you step forward to a liberation. So similarly, Hmm. These things are being explained one after another. The next sloka, Namaṁ karmāṇi limpanti namē karma phalistriha iti mānjo avijānāti karma bhi nāsā bhaddhate. That's it. Namaṁ karmāṇi limpanti. Karmāṇi, that's like we are acting something, anything we are doing. Ah, 
there is some reaction. There is some reaction. In every action there is some reaction. Just like I am speaking here, this vibration is being recorded all over the universe. And this sound, you know, the radio message, how it is transmitted in the modern world. Uh, similarly, as I am speaking, so whatever I am doing, that is immediately recorded. And there will be some reaction. Just like the sound vibration is reacts, who has got some uh, radio machine, there is reacting. Similarly, every of any action, either good action or bad action, it will have reaction. That is the law of nature. It cannot be free from the reaction of my action. But here Krishna says, Namam karmani limpanti. There is no reaction of the activities of Krishna. Just like Krishna was commanding over Arjuna in the battlefield of Purushetra, and practically he was ordering that you must fight, you must kill the enemy. Now, these acts of Krishna has no reaction on him. Uh, one should understand Namam karmani limpanti. Uh, if there is any difficulty to understand, we may uh, consult uh, persons who are in the understanding. We may consult books, we may consult authority. Uh, that we can do, because inquiries are always allowed. paripraśnena paripraśnena Oh, and this transcendental inquiry uh, uh, is never forbidden. With sincere purpose one can make inquiry. But fact is this, if I cannot understand in my present condition, that is my misunderstanding. But the fact is this, that Krishna, when He comes, He is not any, like any one of us. He is transcendent. Neither any act which it does, it has got reaction. And he says, Name karma phales priha. I have no desire for any fruitive activities. Just like we want to do something. Suppose I want to do some business. And what is the idea? Because I want to make some profit out of the business, and if there is sufficient profit, I shall be gainer, I shall be a rich man, I shall be able to enjoy life, and so on, so on, so many things and all, background. So I have my desire. Whenever I do something, we condition soul. Whenever we do something, there is some desire behind it. And what is the desire? for enjoyment. That's all. But Krishna says, Name karma phalistya, because he has nothing to desire. He is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He is full with everything. Now sometimes Krishna is misunderstood that Krishna, in his boyhood, he had so many girlfriends. Perhaps we may know who has written, uh, gone through Krishna's life. Or in his uh, youthhood, he married oh, 16,000 wives. This is described in the, by Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, he had 16,108 wives. So, sometimes who does not understand Krishna? They think, oh, Krishna was so sensuous. He kept sixteen thousand wives. No, that is not the fact. What was the fact? The fact is, Krishna, the Supreme Lord, we have got different relationship with the Supreme Lord. 
constitutional, every one of us. The relationship as we experience in this material world, just like you are my brother or she is my sister or she is my, fa- he is my father, he is my son, so many relationships we have got. So all these relationships are calculated into five. They are practically there are twelve relationships. Seven relationships are uh, contract against, just like you are my enemy. Ah, I want to kill you. You want to kill. That is also one of the relationships. But this is contra. This is not favorable. Ah, this is called vibhatsa. Asha, something I see in you, I begin to laugh, or something you see in me, you begin to laugh. So there are different, so altogether there are twelve relationships in every activities of our life. Out of that, five relationships is very uh, favorable. What is that? Not five exactly, but yes, five. Just like I am sitting here on this that. So I have got some relationship. What is the relationship? That this that is giving me service silently. That there is relationship. I am comfortably sitting here. So this is one relationship. The next relationship is that one wants to serve me or I want to serve him. Out of love, I want home. Just like some of you, oh, Samiji, I, I brought some fruits for you. This is out of love. That means you want to serve me. So this relationship with the that and that relationship who comes and brings for some fruit for me, that is higher. That is called dasha or friendship. So the silent relationship the servitude relationship, the friendly relationship, then paternal relationship, then conjugal relationship. So these relationships which we find here in this material world, they are reflection of the original relationship with Krishna. Because in the Vedanta Sutra you find Janmādhasya-dhaha, Everything, whichever you find in this material world, that is born from the Absolute Truth. So in the Absolute Truth, there is the relationship, these relationships which are experiencing here. But they are perverted, perverted, because suppose I accept somebody as master and I am serving, and as soon as this salary is stopped, my service is going to stop. Therefore it is perverted. And there is a girl I love, or there is a man I love, so as soon as there is some misunderstanding, he breaks. So that relationship, that conjugal relationship, that paternal relationship, that friendly relationship, just like you find in the Bhagavad-gītā, the Krishna and Arjuna, they are in relationship of friendship. Now, when Krishna says, uh, when Krishna says that uh, uh, I told this yoga, Bhagavad Gita yoga, to the sun god, say some millions of years before, and Arjuna, just to represent our interest, he says, Krishna, you are my contemporary. How is that you spoke Bhagavad Gita? Forty millions of years before the sun god, the uh, so Krishna answered that Bohmi me Janmani Tabacharya. Both you and myself, we are born many times, but you have birth forgotten. I remember. That is the distinction. Uh, now, here you see that, that the friendship of Krishna is going on, not in this birth, but perpetually that friendship is there. Uh, but in the material world, the friendship exists for a few years and then breaks. Therefore it is reflection. It is not real. If you make your friendship 
with Krishna, that will never break. If you make your master Krishna, you will never be cheated. If you love Krishna as your son, he will never die. Similarly, if you love Krishna as your lover or husband, he will be the best husband, the best lover. There will be no divorce. That is it. So similarly, there are many, because Krishna is the Supreme Lord. He has unlimited, he is unlimited and he has unlimited number of devotees. Now some of them are trying to love him as lover or husband. Now what Krishna will do? In the previous verse we have read that ye jathāvāṁ prabaddhanti tāṁ sathīva bhajāmiyaham Anyone who wants me in some sort of relationship, I accept. I accept that. So the fact is, that these wives of Krishna, that is the real fact. In their previous life they made a tremendous penance to achieve Krishna as their husband. Just like in the Bhagavata, there is a verse and Sukhdev Goswami is describing. These things are very sublime things. Uh, of course, uh, if you kindly uh, hear them attentively, in will sublime pleasure, undoubtedly. Uh, then the Bhagavad, when Krishna was playing with boys, uh, just like boys play, Krishna when he was playing just like a boy. So the Sukhdev Goswami describes that uh, attitude. Ittam satāna brahma sukhāna bhūtyā dāstam gatānāṁ paradevutāyā. The purpose is that, uh, that here is a thing. These boys, these boys who are playing with Krishna, that uh, for many, many lives they undergone finances to have Krishna as their playmate. Now they are enjoying that. So the playmates of Krishna, they are not ordinary persons. They underwent many, many births, tapasya, penances, just like one has to see the favor of the Supreme Lord by penances, by tapasya. So they desired like that, and Krishna has accepted all that. Come on. Let us play. And what is that play? Krishna is playing with the boys, just like boys play. They say, make some, somebody, one boy is defeated. So when he is defeated, he has to carry the other boy on his shoulder. So many they manufacture playing things. Similarly, sometimes Krishna is being defeated, so he has to carry other boy on his shoulder. These things are being done. Because uh, we have no idea of Krishna consciousness. Therefore, we take it as trifling. But Krishna's consciousness is so sublime that all perfection of our desires are there. Whatever we are desiring, whatever desires we have got, constitutionally, all those desires will be perfectly fulfilled when we are in Krishna consciousness. So Krishna, and here he says that Name Karma Falus Krishna did not require any friend to play with him. Neither Krishna had any desire of having a single wife. We require wife. Why do we take the responsible wife? Because we have got some desire to fulfill. That's all. But he is complete himself, Purna. Ah. 
<coughs> a poor man can desire that, oh, if I would have bank balance, say, $1,000 in the bank, I would have been happy. But a rich man who has got millions of dollars in the bank, does he desire for $100 uh, uh, in the bank? He has no such desire. Similarly, if Krishna is the Supreme Personality of God, why he should have desire? For his uh, he is full. Rather he fulfills others' desires. That is the thing. Uh, uh, man proposes God disposes. Why God should have desired? Otherwise he is imperfect. So Krishna has here he said, Name karma phalis priya. I have no desire to build peace because he is full. Uh, whatever he wants. Prasasati, in the Vedic literature you'll find, prasasati vividai vasuyate sabhaviki jnana kriyacha. The Supreme Brahma, he has got different, diverse energy. As soon as he desires, everything is done immediately. If I have to manifest this strength, oh, I'll have to arrange for so many things. I'll have to go to the breast smith and ask him and give him the money and so many things. But, uh, uh, and the parasya-sakti, if I've got, even, even a yogi, even a yogi, there is a prapti-siddhi. Ah, you have heard the name of yoga. The yoga system is not so pleasant as we have got so many branches in America. They are pleasant. Actually, the yoga system is so perfect that they get eight kinds of perfection before achieving the real perfection. And what is that perfection? The eight kinds of anima, lagima, siddhi, prapti, isita, bhasita, like that. Anima siddhi means when a yogi is, is not exactly perfect, when he is on the way of perfection, he gets this opportunity. He, become, he can become the smallest. Uh, if you uh, pack a yogi in a room and, and lock him, he will come out. He will come out. In Banaras, India, there was a Trailinga Swami yogi. Uh, he was uh, sitting uh, on the street naked. So government took objection. Oh, you are seeing this is upset, you cannot. Oh, I will see. Then he was put into the custody. So he came out. He was locked. Uh, that is not a very old story. You say about hundred years before the Trilinga Sahaja. So thrice, four times he was put into the custody and he came out. So this is the first Siddhi, first perfection. Similarly, a yogi also, if he wants, perhaps I cited this story, uh, in my childhood I had my teacher and he had his spiritual master, a great yogi. So my teacher used to narrate the story of his spiritual master, that one day he went to the spiritual master and uh, uh, the spiritual master asked him, well, what do you want to eat? Uh, and they replied that they want a fresh pomegranate from Afghanistan. All right, see it. So in the room they saw a branch of pomegranate just with juices, just like somebody has nasty branch from the tree and it is there. The yogis, they can perform such wonderful things. If I, if I want this thing, I have to endeavor for it, but a yogi can at once make it. These are some of the a preliminary perfection of yogi. So Krishna is called Yogishara. He is the, ah, you'll find in the Bhagavad Gita, he is described as Yogishara. So he is the master of all yogi princes. So for him, why there shall be desire for enjoyment? He is so perfect. 
that he hasn't got to marry, he hasn't got to keep a girlfriend. Ah, he's so perfect. So this is the nature of Krishna, we have to understand. Then why he married? He married just to fulfill the desires of his devotees. Those devotees who wanted Krishna as their husband, so he accepted. And he, when he played the part of a husband, he played very perfectly. Just like when he played the part of a friend, of the boy's friend, he played it very perfectly. When he played the part of a small boy, of Jasuda, he played it perfectly. Ah, just like uh, he was creating disturbances when he was, say, three years old. Just like children, two years, two years, three years old, they create all his disturbances, mother. They don't leave the company of mother at the same time, they create disturbances. So Krishna was doing that. Now the mother decided, no, I, I shall bind you with rope. You are creating so much disturbance. And he took a, she took a stick, and if you create disturbance, and I'll beat you. Ah, Krishna began to cry. Ah, so there is a description in the Bhagavad by Kunti that, that the person who is the uh, uh, object of uh, frightening for everyone. He was afraid of the stick of judgment. What? He was perfectly playing the childhood. So this is the Krishna's life. So one has to understand this. He was not mean. He had just exactly the same thing as he said, that name karma phalistriya. I have no desire. I know. Why he shall be desired? He is full. Desire, a needy person has desire. That a man who is full, why he shall be desired? Namaan karmani limpanti nami karma iti manjo vijanati. Now, just to, I try to explain a little portion of the Krishna's activity when he appeared in this world. He showed his activity. Just to attract them. So you are, you are frustrated in friendship. Come on, make friendship with me. Oh, you are frustrated in getting a good master. Come on, serve me. I am, I become your good master. Oh, you are frustrated in the love of your sons. Oh, have me as your son. Oh. Because here we are frustrated with our sons and daughters. We expect something. But when they are grown up, they go in their own way. We are frustrated. So accept Krishna as son, and he will be most obedient son, just like he was playing the part before Jesus. Similarly, accept Krishna as husband or lover, he will never be frustrated. That is the whole plan. Anything, whatever desires you have got, you can establish. And in relationship with Krishna in that desire, and you will be happy. Perfectly happy. Never to be cheated. So, Namankarman, iti mangjo vijanati. Anyone who understands this philosophy, this transcendental nature of Krishna, then what is the result? Karma bhi nasa, vadhate, because every we are bound up by the reaction of our past deeds. So as soon as we understand the transcendental activities of Krishna, at once we become free from all reactions. Because I cannot understand Krishna's transcendental activities unless I am actually adopted with Him. Why I shall be interested with your activities? Unless I have got some specific purpose. So similarly, ah, let us <coughs> develop this Krishna consciousness. Ah, and gradually we shall have ah, that is called sarup-siddhi. Now every, every living entity has got an eternal relationship with Krishna. 
because we are part of just like my part and part of the body. It has got a specific relationship with my body. Just like this hand is the part and parcel of my body. It has got a specific position in the body. My ear is the part and parcel of my body. It has got a specific position in this. Similarly, every living entity has got a specific position in relationship with Krishna. Now, at the present moment, we are covered. We do not know what is our relationship. But as we make advance in Krishna consciousness and we develop, oh, I have got this relationship with my Krishna as my as a friend, as a conjugal lover, as a paternal relationship, master and parent, so many, just like we have got experience. And that is called Sarupsiddhi. Sarupsiddhi means perfection of one's original constitutional position. Sarupsiddhi. That we shall realize. Uh, as we make advance in the Krishna consciousness, so we gradually, just like a man who is uh, uh, diseased, who uh, is diseased, and as he is being cured by treatment, he, he gets gradually his healthy condition. Uh, he can feel, yes, I am feeling well, and now I am feeling uh, hunger, now I am taking food nicely, or oh, yes, I am getting some strength. Uh, similarly, as we make progress in the matter of Krishna consciousness, then our original constitutional position becomes revealed. And as soon as we fully revealed and free from all these material obligations, oh, my place is without them. Thank you very much. Now, if there is any question, you can.